I'm Chad Main, the founder of Legal Services Provider Recipient, and this is Technically Legal, a podcast about legal innovation and legal technology. Today's episode, I talk with Keith Mazierick and Justin Ergler. They're both board members of the newly founded Legal Value Network. That's an organization with members from all areas of the legal ecosystem, and the organization's mission is to accelerate evolution in the legal industry. Eric is the director of pricing legal project management at the Chicago-based law firm of Cat and Muchin. And Justin Ergler is the director of alternative fee intelligence and analytics at pharma company GlaxoSmithKline. Both are founding board members of a new legal industry organization called the Legal Value Network. As Keith and Justin explain, the LVN is an outgrowth of the P3 conference, which is an annual conference held in Chicago where people from all over the legal industry gathered to learn about innovation in the legal world. For my money, the P3 conference is one of the best legal tech and innovation conferences out there. Not surprisingly, the conference will be held online this year, but as always, they will have some great panels. While we're on the subject of LVN online events, if you're listening to this podcast before May 6th, I've got good news for you. The Legal Value Network has put on a webinar hosted by William Henderson of the Indiana University School of Law. The topic of the webinar is the challenges and opportunities of one-to-many legal solutions. You can register for that at LegalValueNetwork.com, and I will also put information about the webinar and a link to register at the episode page at TLPodcast.com. In the meantime... Let's let Keith and Justin tell us a little more about the genesis of LVN. So Legal Value Network is really um, the community of professionals that have come together. We'll call it like the next generation um, executives in the legal services industry on the management side of things, dealing with pricing, legal project management, process innovation, practice management, a lot of those um, related functions and disciplines that really sort of started to come together uh, as a result of the annual P3 conference, which, and, and, you know, what we saw at the P3 conference over the years was a growing, you know, a growing community of people. And I really say community because there's a lot of sharing, a lot of friendships that have, that have kind of formed over that um, just from, from people that have, you know, similar roles and, and similar responsibilities in their organizations. For people that might not know, what's the P3 conference? So P3 Conference um, is a conference that's held every year. It was the first one and is now growing to be the largest for people in the legal industry that are in roles, you know, related to pricing or um, legal project management. You know, we've, we've over the years expanded the tents or the umbrella, however you want to characterize it uh, a bit more to include, you know, a lot of the people that are dealing with new questions related to, you know, knowledge management and some of the innovation related things like how do you construct more efficient uh, engagement plans? What is the changing dynamic as it relates to the client relationship? And, for, and folks like Justin, you know, on the client side now, and what are the bonds and opportunities to make progress and modernize the way that firms and clients work together through those relationships? So the event has grown over the years. And initially, P3 was meant to represent pricing, uh, project management. And the, the third P has always been kind of like ambiguous. People change it. At first, it was process innovation. Some people had said, practice management, and then it was practice innovation. So we'll just call that sort of ambiguous, but uh, that was kind of the genesis of the P3 group. The, the one word you touched on there that for me differentiated, I guess, the P3 community and the P3 conference as a whole, and that really kind of spawned in a core group of you know veteran P3 folks or the ones that kind of came together and, and we formed LVN. But it was that sense of community that you talked about. And I know when we were kicking around LVN. Some of us, I reached out to some peers at other clients and, you know, kind of said, hey, here's what we're thinking of doing. What do you think? If we were to go down this road, 
what would you recommend? What would be enticing to you to say, hey, I, that's an organization I'd like to be a part of? And one of the things that people kept coming back to was that sense of camaraderie and, and, and community, that this was an organization that was focused on people. It was focused on elevating the profession. It was a very open community. That's something else that, that, that always surprised folks, I guess, on my side of the aisle, the client side of the aisle, is the openness and, and how much people shared at this P3 conference and in these discussions and in these chats over happy hour in the evenings, et cetera. And that's really what we, we've given a lot of thought as we've launched the Legal Value Network of maintaining that sense of community and not kind of eschewing that for some you know, brand new button down organization. We really want to make sure that we do not lose that sense that, to be honest, really endeared a lot of us to this initiative. I know, you know, Keith especially and Purvi Sangvi, Chris Endi, Toby Brown, others have put in a ton of time to get LVN to where it is now. And we've still got a long way to go. And it's that sense of friendship, that sense of togetherness that I think just as much as anything professional, et cetera has driven that commitment from the board member. And I, I just listened to, I think you had maybe your first webinar. I listened to it last week. And I believe it was Toby Brown that mentioned, Toby's with Perkins Cooley, right? Yeah. I, I believe it was he that mentioned community and collaboration is the goal of the Legal Value Network. So with that in mind, who is Legal Value Network? Like, who, who are the members? Can anybody become a member? Like, What are their communal interests? We want an inclusive community that captures the entire ecosystem, of you will, of the legal industry. Um, obviously, P3, as it grew, was mainly law firm centric. But as Keith said, over the years, there were a bunch of clients like myself that said, hey, you know what? This is a really good thing here. I had always said that, you know, P3 was the best conference I went to every year. And um, so it had a growing client base. It had a growing provider base as well. And providers weren't just there as the, you know, eye candy in some kind of a ballroom where they would try to present their wares. Providers were encouraged, you know, to be, to, to be a part of the conversation, right? To be a part of the solution of how do firms deliver legal services better to clients rather than being, you know, kind of on the side or a sideline cheerleader. We wanted them in the game. And that is LVN. I, I think those are the members, current and future members of LVN. It's not just trying to service one segment of the industry. We're trying to make sure everybody's voice is represented. And, and that even extends into academia as well. I mean, one of the things that I know that a lot of folks and, and folks from law firms that are listening to this, I think will definitely nod their heads in agreement. But I know what one of the challenges I've heard is kind of changing the tide and getting people to understand, you know, the value and the benefit of perhaps looking at how you do things differently. So as part of the thought leadership and as part of the, the goals and efforts of LVN, of how do we do things, you know, that are in line with the next generation demands of clients, that's one of the things that we're hoping to put forward is thought leadership and hope and hopefully that will in some way, shape or form seep into you know, the academia, how young lawyers are being trained to meet the challenges of tomorrow. So I think in a nutshell, I think that is the major, if you're talking about kind of a membership profile, I think that's the differentiator of LVN is we want representation from the entire ecosystem, from, you know, training new lawyers through the lawyers of today, the technology providers that enable, 
you know, next gen thinking and next gen delivery. And then the clients who ultimately are the ones that decide if a solution or, a, or something actually is thought leadership, right? Does it actually meet the needs and meet the demands, make life easier, make life better for the client? There's one other sort of, I guess, dimension of the who is LVN sort of story there. If you think back to, I'm thinking back to when the careers or the professions that we now hold were sort of created, it was a result of the, you know, the, the financial crisis 2008. There were a lot of new specialists or people with new focuses. Actually, there weren't a whole lot of specialists back then because we were all trying to figure out what the new world looked like. But there was a lot of people who were supposed to be focused on looking at the more sound, um, I guess, business principles as it relates to the economics of law firms, as it to the economics of clients, you know, client legal departments, where the value is added from a service standpoint to their respective organizations as it relates to, you know, the way work is done, which is, you know, we're all talking about sort of a human capital business here, right? You know, what is the right way to staff or to accomplish or complete certain, you know, types of work or projects or work streams? What's the mix of people that you need? What's the training they need? Are there technology solutions you can integrate into the process that make it more efficient, uh, quicker, more accurate, all those types of things? So what happened was there was a sort of an evolutionary cycle where people that were charged with solving these problems or, or sort of cracking, you know, uh, cracking the code on, on how to look at these things in a more sophisticated way all began to sort of evolve and they began to emerge as kind of these subject matter area specialists. So, so that's, the, it, it's a lot of those roles that, you know, we call them like kind of like next generation roles. They came out as a result of sort of the, the transformation of the legal industry and the, you know, on the buy side and the sell side to a more sort of a sophisticated enterprise as it relates to management principles, right? So, and how do you look at sort of metrics and performance indicators and those things in a way that's helpful to the business and, you know, also obviously helpful to the, the work that you're doing for clients and it makes for a better, you know, more fair workplace to the people doing the work and everything along those lines. So um, it's really kind of that that set of people. Um, you know, and I, I mentioned some of the, the, the typical titles, although they do range. You know, there's people in the you know the pricing LPM roles, practice management roles. We've got a lot of innovation, client economics, those kind of things. You know, a lot of the work that we do on the law firm side is in collaboration with marketing and business development or it's driven by what some of their initiatives might be. And I think on the client side too, you know, there's, there is that sort of touch point in terms of what's the best, most effective way for firms to be approaching, you know, their clients, you know, with new opportunities, things like that. So there's a, a place in the community for, you know, some of the, the professionals that, that work in those disciplines as well. So not to be like, we're boiling the ocean. It's not everybody that we're, you know, we're not trying to, you know, specifically target everybody in the world's most, you know, near and dear things, but, but all those, all those kind of, uh, functions that are kind of under the umbrella, I would say. Let's take five away from our talk with Keith and Justin. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you want to subscribe, you can catch us on most major podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, and many of the others. I hope you subscribe. And if you like us enough, leave us a good review. Also, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we put up an episode page at tealpodcast.com where there's links with more information about some of the stuff our guests talk about. And usually there's contact information for them too. So if you want to check that out, that's tlpodcast.com. This podcast is brought to you by Percipient, a legal services company powered by technology. Percipient helps legal teams tackle legal operations, electronic document review, and process automation. Percipient services include managed document review, subpoena compliance, cyber incident response, and also helps legal teams provide clients with process-driven legal support. To learn more, visit percipient.co. Recipient.
Legal services powered by technology. Let's get back to our talk with Keith Mazierik and Justin Ergler about the Legal Value Network. The mission of the organization is to accelerate evolution in the legal industry. Specifically, the group's stated goal is to create a forum to connect the business of law professionals from law firms, corporate legal departments, alternative legal service companies, and technology providers who are focused on designing, building, and implementing the foundations of a more contemporary and commercially sound model of legal service delivery. I asked Keith and Justin just how they were going to act upon this mission statement, and they told me a lot of it will be based on collaboration and community. As we thought about what would be impactful and what would be rewarding for the people participating you know, in the community and in some of these initiatives, we really tried to put a lot of thought into how could you engage people to do something practical and bring people together to uh, you know, kind of mobilize around some of these initiatives and create something meaningful in the industry that would help progress the goal. So as we brainstormed, we started coming up with, you know, there's certain sort of cost of admission things you have to do as an industry organization, right? You're always going to have some kind of thought leadership content out there. And, you know, so, so obviously there's going to be some, you know, some element of the typical things like webinars and podcasts and, and you know, other you know, types of publications and things of that nature that, that everybody does. And rightfully so, because the people that are aligned with, you know, those organizations have, um, you know, have their viewpoints and, and they need a platform to kind of get those out. And what we're trying to do, you know, in that regard, too, is, is you know, stick to that um, guiding principle of making everything sort of inclusive of the ecosystem. So where there's a relevant point or perspective that comes from, you know, what the clients think of this or what maybe an alternative legal, uh, alternative legal service provider might think or what their goals might be in that. We want to make sure those voices are heard so we have holistic kind of thought leadership out there. Um, but then what we wanted to get into was, you know, also exploring some of the areas that not a lot of the other, you know, I would say peer sort of groups that, that are in the industry in this space too have been doing as much. You know, our, our goal is to do things that are differentiated uh, to some extent, but complementary of a lot of the efforts of some of the other, you know, great industry groups that are doing work on the client side and law firm side and both. So what we wanted to do in that regard was say, okay, you know, and I mentioned this a little bit before, is how could we put together sort of focus groups that would be tasked with addressing or sort of defining and unpacking what some of the challenges were that are facing law firms and client legal departments and how sort of, you know, uh, service providers can help solve those problems. How can we get sort of groups together to say, hey, why don't you go organize some groups that could sit down and map out? Here's some solutions and here's perspectives that we need to keep into consideration. So there's, again, sort of like tangible deliverables at the end that say, here is sort of a holistic solution to these common problems. And that's kind of where we, you know, one of the things we wanted to try and do, we had had a similar kind of dip our toe in the water experience of this before. A couple of years ago at the P3 conference, we had done a roundtable session where we had five tables. They were half filled with uh, law firm people and half filled with client legal ops executives. And each table had a problem to solve and said, here's a challenge in the industry. So how do you deal with, you know, providing budgetary certainty on a, you know, on a regularized basis? What's a good solution for that? So each of the groups went and brainstormed and put together plans and ideas. And after the event, everybody walking out of there was really energized and a bunch, you know, a fair number came up to us afterward and said, and this was really fun. We should do more of these kind of things. This is great. And that was one of the things that I thought back to as we were talking about how we could be collaborative and sort of uh, impactful and, and come up with practical solutions. That sort of collaborative spirit, it seemed to be very rewarding to everyone that was participating. That's a big part of what we're trying to do, to live up to our missions. And you kind of touched on this with how LVN first came about. 
But I, for me, at least, and I've heard from a bunch of other people too, some of the best quote unquote content, if you will, came out of in the evenings, sitting around over a drink and just talking shop, right? At dinner, talking shop, just bouncing ideas. Hey, here's what I'm working on. I haven't seen so-and-so in a while. What do you think of this? And for the conference, that's where, you know, I probably got as much out of it as the session. So from a content standpoint, it was always kind of a double feature. And with LVN and what Keith just talked about and described, I think captures as well, with LVN, we really want to almost kick that into a higher gear, right? Having groups and having, having missions, having, having initiatives that look to build on the way we would if we were just talking shop. And let's get some people that know what they're doing, right? Let's get some people that have some good ideas or that have some problems and need some good ideas. Let's put them together and let's see what solutions we can come up with. And let's get input from the entire community, as I was saying earlier. Let's see where some challenges might be. And let's develop a solution for the industry together. And um, I think that is how we are looking at delivering the mission statement. A lot of the ideas, the content ideas that we have, some of them center around that. We have ideas about looking at, you know, can we set up sessions where we can have industry thought leaders uh, that can just say, hey, here's what I'm working on. Here's what I'm doing. Here are some challenges that I've faced, so on and so forth. And here's how I'm overcoming them so people can learn. So kind of recreating those ad hoc, one-off conversations, but rather than for just the benefit of one or two people uh, sitting in a hotel lounge somewhere for the broader LVN community. So I think, and, and, and I know I keep going back to it and I, and I, and I don't mean to sound too sappy, but um, we're really looking at a lot of bold initiatives for the industry, but we're looking to conquer those challenges and deliver on those initiatives with a community-based approach. And I would, add, I would add one thing on that real quick too. So one of the things that's always kind of struck me is I, that, that I feel like we're very lucky or very fortunate to have is the members of that community are a lot of the sort of names that you see that people look to when they want to, you know, get guidance or get ideas, say, who are the, who are the kind of innovators, who are the disruptors that have come up with new ways of looking at challenges that we deal with and how can we leverage those for our own good? And we've been really fortunate to have you know, created some some good relationships and bonds with those with that group of people. You know, throughout the P three time, and you know, in other forms as well, where they you know they've been they've become really engaged in the process as we've been talking about how we can mobilize some things about LVN. The offerings and activities of the Legal Value Network are organized into something that they call the six pillars. The first is essentials. That's the pillar that promotes thought leadership through webinars, podcasts, and publications. The second one is labs with a focus on industry standards. The third one is Legends, that's recognizing achievement and leveraging wisdom in the legal industry. Fourth, Horizons, that's expanding the geographic reach of the organization. Fifth is Pulse, which monitors legal industry developments. And finally is Legacy, leveraging the perspective of the various LVN members. As we wanted to look to come up with with what we hoped would be impactful initiatives and and things that we could focus our time and and attention on and and hopefully rally some some support around throughout the community and a lot of the leaders we started coming up with ideas. It seemed as we started making a list over time that some of the offerings or concepts sort of related to each other. And rather than have just sort of a long laundry list of here's all the things we want to do, 
one day we sat down and said, okay, you know what, what kind of categories make a lot of sense? Uh, what are sort of the, the main themes or like pillars of what we're trying to build here, right? And that's kind of where the pillars concept came from. As we came up with our ideas and we started to organize them, it turned out that, you know, as it happened, it seemed like there was sort of six general categories that could capture what we had talked about so far. You know, the first one is LVN Essentials, and that's kind of, um, you know, really comprised of some of those standard things that you would expect, thought leadership content in the form of webinars, podcasts, you know, written pieces. So that's that's kind of what the, uh, you know, the Essentials thing is. And I think the name reflects that, kind of the things that you would expect and you have to have from an organization like this. Uh, LVN Labs is the next uh, pillar, and that's really the one that is comprised of some of those initiatives where we're talking about developing task forces that are balanced from members of the community uh, and perspectives to say, hey, here are some issues that we want you to solve. You know, and that could be um, from an industry level. We've talked about um, putting together some industry-specific task forces. So if you're a client, like if you're in Justin's you know, seat and you work in the pharmaceutical industry, you can get some client contacts and some law firm contacts that work with clients in that area and say, hey, what are some unique um, issues that we face? And how can we kind of you know, start a dialogue on that and come up with some, some solutions to helping streamline our work together? So that's kind of the stuff under labs, a lot of that collaborative sitting down with people on the other side of the table and working together to come up with collaborative sort of solutions to a lot of the problems that we face and have a tangible outcome. Um, LVN Pulse is the next one. That's really just trying to have some presence in the survey space, but we're even in measuring sort of what's happening, you know, finger on the pulse of the industry kind of thing year over year um, across different questions or developments that might be taking place. So uh, we're developing a survey now that's actually got a lot of crossover with um, or corresponding questions to the legal department operations survey that the Blickstein Group has been doing for 12 years now. So what will be interesting and unique about our survey is we'll be able to line up law firm responses to the same questions as the questions that were asked of the legal department operations executives and say, okay, where are the disconnects? And what can we use that for as a basis to try and make some progress on helping everybody work together better? So Horizons, LVN Horizons is the next one. And that one is just really talking about, okay, you know, historically coming out of the P3 platform, we've had one conference per year um, talking about how do we not only perhaps have regional meetings, you know, again, bringing in all stakeholders to the table, you know, throughout the United States, but then also there's a huge contingency of people in, you know, Australia, you know, Southeast Asia as well. And obviously, you know, a considerable number in the UK and uh, more and more throughout continental Europe now. So how can we kind of bring these same principles and ideas to those communities and try and, you know, uh, help establish some camaraderie and collaboration there? Next one is LVN Legends, and that's really just talking about, okay, you know, we mentioned, um, you know, Council of Luminaries is one of the fun, interesting projects that we put together. And that was really sort of a, an effort to develop a brain trust of some of the veterans in the industry that have been kind of on the front lines for a while and, you know, probably a lot of familiar voices, but to get together and talk about, okay, what, what do we see changing in the industry or what, you know, what am I experiencing right now that we can we can share ideas on and, and kind of help develop really the most effective and consistent solutions across the industry so that, you know, we've got a lot, a lot better approach to dealing with things. We're in the middle right now, actually, because of the, you know, the current global health crisis. Um, we kicked off a weekly version of the Council of Luminaries. We just had our second call a couple hours ago where we get um, about, you know, eight or 10 folks on the phone to talk about what are they experiencing how are they looking at, you know, addressing some of the issues? What's the long view? What's the short view? And then uh, the following Monday, we'll turn around and publish all the notes and the key takeaways of the advice from these, you know, very accomplished sort of veterans in the, in the area. So that's one of the legends thing. 
Uh, we also want to um, develop an awards offering, so uh, annual awards for for different you know different categories of achievements. So just to give people recognition for great work that they're doing. Um, and then the last one is uh, LVN Legacy, and that's you know really talking about how do we take the best practices and learnings of these you know of the the, the community that we have and help make sure that we're bringing up the younger people. Uh, that are coming up now in the industry, the ones that maybe are, you know, the coordinators, the analysts like that, so that they can be tomorrow's leaders and benefit from kind of what, you know, some of the more senior folks in the community have already established and, you know, have that continuity and that ability to, to help help the youth, so so to speak. So, you know, we, uh, we talked about a mentorship program that we're working on developing right now. There's a diversity initiative as well in the legacy pillar. And then the other thing is, um, you know, we wanted to make a resource available for people throughout the community that maybe don't have the same level of investment or dedicated resources in any of the functions where, you know, maybe some of the other firms do that have, that have been, you know, more invested for a while in some of these disciplines. So there's a, a forum on our website called uh, Ask a Pro. And basically, that's an opportunity for anybody to go in and uh, any of the members to go in and submit a question like, hey, I'm dealing with this. Does anybody have advice? And we'll have uh, a couple of designated people that are responsible for responding on a rotating basis to kind of get that advice and sort of guidance out there for people that need it. Let me just touch on the last two that you talked about, Keith, the legends and the legacy, because I think with the theme of the profession growing and the profession um, advancing uh, over the course of, you know, the P3 journey and how that spawned into LVN, one of the things when you have a strong profession or a strong anything, you've got depth. Right. You've got not just those, you know, top people that maybe have all the knowledge or know everything. Right. But you've got people that are both working with working underneath them that have, a, you know, extensive knowledge as well. And that's one of the things that we're looking to do. We're looking to, you know, kind of broaden the community and get that depth of knowledge and drive it so that the profession as a whole becomes even more of a key cog at law firms and in corporate legal departments. Um, so with those ledgers, with that, with, with those council of luminaries providing the thought leadership, but then also with the mentoring programs, with the making sure that we're not just talking to the chief pricing officer of XYZ firm or the legal operations director of such and such a client. We want the analysts. We want everyone to be involved in this because oftentimes you have people approaching it from different angles, approaching it from different backgrounds. And sometimes even if you do have those people that have great experience that, you know, been, that have been doing this for a while, you can get stuck. It's easy to get to get stuck sometimes in kind of a, a singular way of thinking. I know I found my, I found myself doing that sometimes. So making sure that we're embracing the entire community and getting thoughts and getting leadership even, you know, from those folks that may, may perhaps be new to the business side of legal or the pricing profession in general. We're really focused on, on building and developing the profession as a whole. And I think that that has, you know, been consistent from the start of P3 through the evolution into, into what is now LVN. As I wound down my talk with Justin and Keith, I noted that there are a few other organizations out there that focus on legal tech and legal innovation. So I asked them what they thought made LVN stand out from the other organizations out there and how they will work to distinguish it from the authorings of the other groups. So for me, it's a true sense of collaboration where everyone has an equal voice, everyone has equal footing. And I know it's cliched, but with the focus of being on developing truly win-win scenarios, like for me as a client, right? If you just take this to a micro level and look at a negotiation with a law firm, could I as a client sometimes get the way better end of the deal, get one over on the law firm 
and win that deal, win that negotiation? Yes, absolutely. Is that good necessarily for the long term? No, no, it's not. So what I try to do in my job is try to make sure and understand the pressure points, the pain points for the law firm while knowing my pressure points, my pain points. And how can we work together to develop something that works for both of us? Are we going to get everything each of us wants individually? No. But collectively, are we going to come up with a solution that meets both of our needs and oftentimes elevates the, the actual level of delivery and the level of value that's generated? Yes. So that's the goal. And that's what we're trying to do with LVN is understanding the needs of the different pieces of the community, putting everybody on equal footing and trying to figure out how can we do things that don't just drive down the prices of law firms if you're a client or don't just maximize the revenue and profit if you're on the law firm side. How do we do things that deliver the most value to those relationships at large? I'll add one thing to that too. It sounds really kumbaya, like, oh, we want everybody to get together and hug and love each other. We're all the same. I guess the, the realistic observations that we've had, or at least, you know, I think we all kind of have these epiphany moments. When we started having clients involved in some of our programming related to P3, like four or five, five, five years ago, I think, something like that, it was sort of an inflection point in terms of what people took away from the discussion and what people brought back into their offices. And I noticed that then I had a lot more productive conversations and work not only with partners, because I had the client's perspective, but also increasingly more with clients, because I could say, okay, look, I've heard this angle or that angle. I understand a little bit more about what your scope of concern is or what some of the, you know, some of the uh, requirements passed down upon you are. And so I can be sensitive to those and figure it out. What has been interesting to me, and I, I'm just thinking of a couple of specific instances uh, the past couple of years is when we've had, you know, we've all worked to try and get as much of a, of a client contingency at the P3 conference the last few years or, you know, five years or so as possible. And obviously there's budgetary constraints and things of that nature. So we don't get the same population that we would hope uh, or that we that we think we, we could or should. But, you know, as we've had, you know, a couple dozen, I've had a couple of them come up to me and, and Justin said it too. He's, and he's probably got the better perspective on it just because that's, you know, he's, I think he's more um, directly related to that community. But you know, they've come up to me and said, wow, this is great. Like, this is so much different than all the other conferences I've been to where it's a little bit more of an echo chamber. You guys all help each other. And then I say something and you listen and you don't tell me why I'm wrong. And, you know, it's, it's very much like, oh, wow, I feel like I can, I can express myself or, you know, bounce ideas off you. And I don't feel like I'm in a competition or it's a win-lose thing. I feel like we're, we're talking together and so is everybody else. It's a really great sort of scenario. So I think it just kind of goes, goes into what Justin said in terms of how how at least you know what we've what we've seen from observations of others that have that have come to the conference from different backgrounds and viewpoints they've been very complimentary and said man you guys are doing a great thing here that it's been it's new i haven't really seen this before and you know at other conferences or other maybe groups i'm involved in or what it may be so that's that's really the kind of thing we want to you know again back to the cliche like oh kumbaya like everybody you know sit in a sit in a drum circle but like you know it is really sort of what we're aspiring to is to be able to, to reproduce as much of that feeling and that sentiment and that camaraderie and collaboration as we can. Yeah. And in this, and Keith, to your Kumbaya point, I, I kind of laugh, but it's true. I mean, we had an LVN board call this morning and somebody had brought up, I think it was Chris, Chris Endy had brought up, you know, a, a meeting of our management committee and um, I'm not, I, I'm sorry, our membership committee and I'm not on our membership committee. And uh, he was rattling off a few of the names of folks that I, that I hadn't talked to in a while. And I was kind of bummed. I was like, 
well, damn, I want to be on the membership committee. I, I miss those folks. And it sounds kind of silly, but here I am, a client, right? A buyer. And I'm bummed out because I'm missing talking to, quote unquote, the vendors, right? How many industries or how many organizations do you know where buyers are like, geez, I really wish I could talk to some more vendors today, right? Some more suppliers today. That doesn't happen a lot. And what I miss about it and what I love is the community that we built and that we're building on with LVN. It is that talk and shop. It is that you know, those, those those great stimulating conversations, as Keith described, those those roundtables um, that, that were done a couple of years back where everybody walked out kind of invigorated, right? It was great conversation. It does sound silly. And and, and I know, you know, um, to give another cliche, you know, I, I can do the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. But you kind of have to be a part of it to understand it and to get it. And uh, the reason I feel comfortable advertising it is just because as we were doing research and as we were developing the idea that initially became LVN, talking to folks in the industry, I started to realize that I wasn't alone in recognizing that community feel, recognizing that uh, that camaraderie. And um, so while it does sound a little bit silly and, you know, even somebody like me, if I hadn't been involved in it, I might roll my eyes as I'm listening to this podcast. It's true. And I encourage people to come be a part of it. Keith, Justin, I appreciate your time. If people want to learn more about LVN, where can they go? Uh, you can go to uh, legalvalue.network.com. Plenty of information up there. Uh, we've got some substantive content. Everything is open to the public now. Uh, we'll be putting some of it behind uh, members-only uh, areas uh, later on in the year. But at this particular time, you know, in the industry, we don't want to be requiring people to spend money to get access to the thought leadership and other opportunities we're putting out there. So that's all up on the website. And we also have a, a page on LinkedIn. Thanks, Chad. Well, that's it for another edition of Technically Legal. We appreciate you listening. If you want to subscribe, you can check us out on most major podcast platforms. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at cmain at recipient.co or catch me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Stay safe out there. And until next time, this has been Technically Legal.